You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. years ago was 2014 i feel like it was more like five years ago is this just what you say as you age do i just need to accept this i don't think i ever will hi guys it's your friend your host your astrologer stephanie powers and welcome to another episode of lightworkers lounge where we embody the motto feet on the ground head in the stars When you guys come to me for readings, one thing I always tell you before we get started and dive into your soul's blueprint is, hey, everything I am about to say is a weather forecast. That's it. You get to decide if you're going to dance in the rain and bring a poncho and rain boots or if you're going to choose to stay inside and delay things for a little bit. I give you your power back. I always want to remind you and drop little hidden messages of, hey, astrology should be used. Don't let astrology use you. And I think that applies to every spiritual healing tool, religious healing tool. They're all wonderful things. We humans just have such large, intricate intellectual abilities that sometimes we let, we give our power to those things and they start to use us. So just remember, as you listen to me, other astrologers, follow other people on social media, ask yourself this thing, am I being entertained or am I being educated? There's so many people on social media making a living out of quote unquote teaching things, but are they entertaining you or educating you? And it's okay to follow spiritual things or goofy things and be entertained over the internet. The internet and social media is wonderful. It's connected us together. It's what helped me find Kaya, her forever home. But I say this as a forewarning to the Pluto and Aquarius two decades long transit. Just have a little self-discipline. Pull yourself out a little bit and ask yourself, am I being educated or entertained? by this information. I think a good form of measurement for this question is if you currently have your Saturn and Pisces and you're shaking, you are just like, oh shit, what's going on? I am so scared. You're letting social media entertain you rather than educate you because your Saturn return can be a culmination of the first 28 years of your life coming to a head in a really good way way. I started Lightworkers Lounge, this podcast, in the peak of my Saturn return. And I didn't know what it was back then. I had no clue. And so, of course, what do you choose to focus on? I also, in that two and a half year period, got divorced. And I heavily focused on that. That was kind of what my podcast was about for the first year. It was so fresh and so new and a gaping hole in my heart and just my life's resume that I thought, I got to talk about this. And share this. And that's what put me on the map. So many people had felt these similar experiences in marriage and partnership. And 
So when I look back at my Saturn return, of course, when I'm in the eye of the storm, I'm like, holy shit, I'm 30 years old living back at home with my mom and I'm divorced and I have a dog to take care of by myself. And oh my gosh. But in hindsight, it was one of the best chapters of my life. Because it led me to you, to this very podcast episode we're hanging out on. Pretty cool if you ask me. So happy new year. Oh, I'm so glad to see a shift in our society's culture around setting intentions or goals, things we want to do and bring in for 2024. There's nothing wrong with that. If the energy calls you to do it, do it. But a lot of people, especially for those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, where we are in the height of winter, dark days, cold weather, it doesn't, we don't really feel motivated to get up and start a new workout routine. We don't really feel motivated to immediately on January 2nd, tackle our goals. (laughs) We want to rest, recluse, and then you have all this media telling us, set your intentions, work out, go back to work, hop back on it, when everyone just kind of unplugged for the last 30 days. It's a wild time. But I wanted to record this episode about Mars because in case you're feeling the holiday hangover or in case you're feeling like, how do these people wake up on January 1st and do a cold plunge in CrossFit? I just don't feel it. That's okay. Of course, eventually you'll need to set goals and work hard and have some self-discipline for things. We never want to work too hard or lounge too hard now, do we? But in case you're feeling the winter blues because you're here in the Northern Hemisphere with me and you just don't know, maybe you're feeling depressed. Maybe you're even veering on that side of things and you're like, I don't know what lights me up anymore. I don't know how to get energy again. I'm so tired emotionally, physically. I just feel like I'm about to pop. I need to go fill my own cup up, but I don't even know where to begin to do that. I don't feel like going to the gym. I don't feel like going for a while. Help me. We're going to look at Mars. Now, before we dive into that, I want to remind you guys that we're doing something cool on our every Monday morning, What's New and Good newsletter. It's free. It's not advertisements. It's just me sharing a story, sharing what's new and good. Sometimes I make them extra long and I share lifestyle products. I'm very big into holistic health, holistic skincare. If you're new here, I was previously a holistic health coach for fertility and women's hormones, and I still have that passion, hence the medical astrology readings. And I like to share like my favorite skincare products I'm currently using, any household products that I find are making life a little bit easier. It's a lifestyle blog sometimes. The one I just sent out on Monday, January 1st, was the story of Kaya, the dog we found in the marsh and we fostered for a few months and the story of finding her forever home. I wish the family she went to would come on the podcast and uh, share their story with it. It would be such a cool episode. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we will. But I shared that. It was a wonderful newsletter. You guys tell me you can't wait. It's a favorite part of your Monday morning, and that means so much to me. You've even shared some of the words from those emails on your stories on Instagram. It's it's so cool. Thank you. But one thing I'm doing as a way of saying, hey, thank you guys. Like I'm always thinking and swimming in the gratitude of, oh my God, I get to wake up and read birth charts for a living. This is phenomenal. 
So as a way of saying thank you, I am now giving away one free basic birth chart reading every month. Every single month. So we're going to give away 12 this year. That's so cool. I love it so much. Maybe I'll bump it up to two a month. Truly. I, I absolutely love it. But all you have to do to win, be in the contest to win a free, there's literally nothing you have to do, pay, give, nothing. Just sign up for the newsletter that goes out every Monday morning and you'll find on the first of every month, we pick a hat out of the pro or we pick a name out of the proverbial hat. I said that last time I mixed those up and you can win a free basic birth chart reading. So go to lightworkers-lound.com. Subscribe to our newsletter. There'll be a pop-up. If it doesn't pop up, scroll to the bottom of the website and sign up. And who knows? Maybe I'll see you on Zoom in February because we already announced our winner for January and I get to read her chart in a few days. So sign up. I'll see you there. Let's talk about Mars. Mars, you know, when I do synastry and couples readings, we love to look at this one because it tells you what do you fight about as a couple? Or if you would channel that fighting combative energy between you two towards creating something together, whether it's children or a business or a wonderful family home, you guys can really succeed. And so in relationship readings, I really focus on two planets. Mercury, of course, are all fights and relationships down to communication. Yeah. And then Mars, what do we fight about? What do we get angry at each other about? Now, Mars and a composite as well represents sex. And so Mars in your individual chart tells me what pisses you off, what can fire you up, both for good and bad, but also your relationship to sex. Now, for the sake of this episode, it's just going to, I'm going to be very surface level. If you want to know your personal Mars down to the house and the planet that it's in, and of course the aspects to it, this will be where I would highly suggest you invest in a birth chart reading with me. But for the sake of this episode, we're going to talk about Mars in terms of how it can fire you up, how it can light you up. And so if you're listening to this feeling tired, exhausted, no inspiration, no motivation, look at Mars in your birth chart. So pull up your co-star app, pull up time passages, um, the pattern, pull up one of those apps, take a look at the sign that your Mars is in, as well as the house. Because to keep this episode as basic as possible, I'm going to go over Mars through the elements. So I'll bunch you fire signs together. I'll bunch all the Mars and Earth signs together. But I'm going to go down through the individual house to tell you what area of life should you walk towards to find more inspiration and motivation to jumpstart your creativity. Does that make sense? So let's get into it. We're going to first start with Mars through the elements, but Mars, this is the planet of action, energy, initiative. If you look at someone who is very successful, you will probably see they have Mars in Scorpio or the eighth house. Perhaps they have Mars in Capricorn or the 10th house. Ooh. Mars describes how you expend your energy and the approach you have to getting things done. 
So if Mars is in a water sign, this will be Mars in Pisces, Mars in Cancer, or Mars in Scorpio, your output of energy really depends on how you feel. It comes from the inside. This is wonderful in terms of creative careers, but you have to remember that sometimes we have to do things we don't feel like doing. Your emotional body will determine your interest and effort in whatever you do. And so with Mars and Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio, I always say, everyone always says, do what you love, love what you do. It means so much for this placement specifically. However, there is an exception. If your Mars is in Scorpio, your energy is super focused. In fact, I usually find some of the top, most successful people have their Mars in Scorpio. I'm looking at you, Taylor Swift. If your Mars is in an air sign, this will be Mars in Gemini, Mars in Libra, Mars in Aquarius, you need to talk. You need to talk, talk, talk about what you want to do, how you want to do it. You need to go find someone who has already done it and ask them and interview them. How did you get to where you are and how do you retain it? Do things a bit messy on your own terms. Communication is key. You are a networker, a connector, a teacher. This is very natural for you. If your Mars is in Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn, you are stable. You love to be the manager, the leader. You need a plan. You need an agenda. So if your Mars is in an earth sign, I imagine no matter what hemisphere you live in, whether it's winter or summer, you are like, oh, New year, new me. January 1st is probably your favorite day of the year because the smell of a fresh new planner. <laughs> I do find that some people with their Mars and an earth sign do not like to invest in themselves. They'll invest in other things, but, you know, accomplishing goals, getting things done always requires money. It always comes down to an expense of something. Earth, Mars really struggle with, oh, I don't want to invest my money in this. Or they're just really, they really hold back finances when it comes to investing in the goals and the plans. But Earth, Mars are great people to have around that brings stability to chaos. These are people who you throw them a mess of a situation and they will organize it and make sure it's clear. Now, Mars and fire signs, you know, Mars' natural ruler is Aries. And so if you have Mars and Aries, lucky you, Mars loves being in this sign, his homeland. Your gifts are spontaneity, being impulsive, taking risks, saying, fuck it, chuck it in the bucket and let's go. You have big energy. These are people who can be really athletic, entertaining, and just light up a room truly with their get up and go energy. These are people, if you ask them, how did you accomplish that? And how did you get through that? They won't know how to answer it because it's just such an innate part of their personality that they're like, I don't know. I just, I just did it. Mars and fire signs doesn't understand the cautious nature of a Mars and earth sign. They don't understand why Mars and air signs has to talk so much about it. Just do it. And they definitely don't understand Mars and water signs who have to feel good before they do it. Right? <laughs> Let's use the example of doing a cold plunge. Jael and I just started doing those. We're on day eight or nine today. And the first few days, I loved it. I looked forward to it because you truly feel a little rush of serotonin and dopamine after. It's awesome. But 
Now going on day eight or nine, I'm like, okay, this, this freaking sucks. And I told JL, I was like, only we would start this outside in the height of winter, even though, yes, we're in South Texas. It's usually beautiful here. And the mornings, the coldest it gets is like 50, 45 degrees. But I just keep thinking it's going to feel so good to cold plunge in the super hot summertime in the morning. Now, Let's use this example with cold plunge. Nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to immerse themselves in icy cold water as the first thing in the morning before you have coffee. Mars will be your approach to the cold plunge, right? So Mars and a water sign, Pisces, Cancer, or Scorpio, they will be like, oh, I really don't feel like doing this. But once they do it, they feel more amazing than any other sign because their serotonin and dopamine go up. And so as a result, they did something they didn't feel like doing because it didn't feel good when they were freezing in the water, but then they feel high all day and create some legendary pieces of art and healing for the world. Mars in an air sign, Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra, they walk up to the cold plunge tank and they're like, wait, 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 wait. Like, so how long do I have to do this? How long did they do that? I don't feel like doing this. Is this good for me during this part of my cycle? Oh, I just had to pause it because the, uh, the Amazon guy just pulled up and he is bumping some sick beats. And I was like, yeah. And he just went, looked at the window. My studio has these big windows and he saw me. He was like, yeah. I bet he's got Mars and an air sign or a fire sign because he is just crushing the delivery game. Anyways, Mars and air signs will walk up to a cold plunge and be like, how long do I have to do this for? What temperature is the water? Is that appropriate for cold plunge? I need to listen to a podcast about cold plunging so I know that I'm doing it right <laughs> before they just get in and go. But then they find Mars and air signs. They really need to calm the mental, right? Mars and air signs can struggle sometimes with nervous system disorders, anxiety, OCD, ADD. And so cold plunging is actually a really good idea for this placement. Mars and earth signs, they'll probably walk up to it. They'll want to go first. They'll want to stay in the longest of everyone, but they won't brag about it. <laughs> They've already done their research for probably months beforehand before they did it, but they'll do it and they will sit in silence and just absorb it. And they will do it for the longest amount of time. I'm talking months and months every day, won't miss a beat. And finally, Mars and fire signs will try to compete <laughs> with the Mars and Earth signs, always asking, hey, how many minutes did they do? Let me one-up that. <laughs> They'll probably cuss and be goofy as they get into the cold plunge and say, fuck yeah, as they do it or something wild like that. But Mars and fire signs, it's probably a good idea for them to do a cold plunge as well, to just cool down the inflammation that these bodies can sometimes have. And they say, wait, if this helps me take risks, if I can start my day off doing something uncomfortable, I can tackle the whole day. So now that we know Mars through the elements, here's the important part. Remember, pull up your astrology apps, pull up your birth chart, and look at the house, the pie slice that Mars is sitting in. This is the area of life I want you to move towards when you feel uninspired, unmotivated, when you feel like you are operating on E, when you feel like you're going to blow, you've just had enough, and you're done, and you need a break. Your break, your revival is in the house that Mars sits in. 
So Mars in the first house. This is the house of the body and the self. You can do things to re-energize yourself, like go to the gym, work out, CrossFit, cycle class, or quit something to honor yourself. Mars in the first house, people often have a lot of things going on at once. They love to try new things. Quit something to honor yourself. Take a calculated risk doing something. But ultimately, this is the house of someone who needs to go to the gym. They need to do some kickboxing, Pilates. They need to go sweat. It's very easy when Mars is in this house. You just need to choose you, tell, set a boundary with someone, invest in yourself at the gym, and just go sweat it out. That heals the Mars in the first. Mars in the second house, money, sex, sensuality, set a goal. Food is big here. And so when Mars is in the second house, do something where you can earn money quick. A side gig. Oh, Rover. Go walk someone's dog. Go take care of someone's cat for a little extra cash. You will feel revived. Double time if it is an artistic, a sensual hobby that you can make money from. But set a goal. Say, by this date, I would like to have this much money in my bank account. And just seeing it written down can really do wonders for this Mars placement. And it is the house of Taurus, so it is all about food. Make yourself a meal. Bake something. Baking is so therapeutic and creative. When we think of getting creative, we often think of what? Like painting, singing, dancing, drawing. But <laughs> bake a pastry. Bake something delicious, a sweets. It tastes good, activates all the sensual pleasures, and it's a challenge to make things. So it's all about food with Mars in the second house, right? People who have Mars in the second house, I've also noticed, love to go thrifting. I don't know what it is. If you have this placement, do write to me and tell me if you love to go thrifting and why. I just see it so often. These are usually people who are collectors of something, some thing, some random hobby or thing they love to collect. Mars in the third house, journal, write, teach, podcast can light you up or record a podcast of your own. One of my favorite exercises when you need closure in a situation or you really wish you could say something to someone but your intuition just knows it's not the right time or maybe you shouldn't. Write a letter to someone, put their name in the email box, but don't send it, but write it as if you were. This can be very healing. And I wrote down for Mars in the third house, the game, We Are Not Really Strangers. I love that card game. And Mars in the third house, whether you do the self-healing box by yourself or play with people, oh, it will light you up. I literally want to just start a Zoom call for free. Like You don't have to pay. Just show up if you want to. Play if you want to or sit back and watch. But I want to play We're Not Really Strangers with people from all over the world. Wouldn't that be so cool? I would go watch that. That'd be amazing. I think I'm on to something, guys. Mars in the fourth house. Clean your house. Deep clean the house. Pour your energy into scrubbing the bathroom, into... <sighs> I'm looking around my office like, man, I need to <laughs> hire someone with Mars in the fourth house. Dust off your plants. Clean the corners of the rooms. Donate 
things from your house. Donate supplies to a shelter. Like we have a little turtle rescue here on the Texas coast. We want to go donate paper towels and cleaning products to. We donated big bags of cat food to our local shelter. This is the house of cancer, nurturing, caring for the disadvantaged population like cats and dogs and yeah, this is a really great house to do stuff like that. Do something nice for your mom or a woman in your life. Like just surprise them with flowers or say, hey, I'm at the grocery. Can I grab you something? And get your own space. Mars, people who have Mars in the fourth house tend to crave living alone. And based off of the rest of their chart... It can really be a struggle for them because they want to create a family. They've got so much drive to keep a family unit together, yet I find a lot of people with Mars in the fourth house had such an overbearing mother or feminine figure in their life that they just want to live in peace. And so they often crave like a man cave or a she shed or truly living by themselves. These are people who can find a wonderful partner, but they are still like, hey, I need my own space. It's just where I feel my best. Mars in the fifth house. It's the house of art, creativity, the ego, fame. Look at me. Post a picture of yourself, a selfie where you look good. Post a reel of you living your best life. Play with kids. Play sports with kids. Get creative with kids. You may find that this heals your own inner child and you are just lit up by this sweet innocent energy and funny kids are so funny that is my favorite part about them just anything goes they are hilarious gamble of course i say that because i know that is a very addictive thing but mars in the fifth house are normally people very lucky when it comes to gambling so just go gamble play throw a dollar at something and see if you can't double it for fun it'll light you up play a game sports board game who knows but if you win a game, whether it's a physical activity, a sports game, or a board game, you find your Mars lights up and you are ready to tackle life. Mars in the sixth house. This is the house of your coworkers, your daily routine, holistic health, and pets. When Mars is in the sixth house, it is oh so important that our circadian rhythm is routine wake up at the same time, go to bed at the same time. This is the house of holistic health. I think of people like myself, even though I don't have this placement, I have such a hilarious nighttime routine between my castor oil pack. Sometimes I'll throw on frownies on my forehead, <laughs> brush my teeth, floss my teeth, all my skincare routine. Like this is so Mars in the sixth. But if you have this placement and you're finding yourself feeling burnt out, what can you subtract from your daily routine that is just putting a hole in your energy vessel and what can you add in can you try going gluten-free for a week can you go get a lymphatic holistic massage what can you add into your daily routine it's also the house of co-workers so sometimes when mars is in the sixth house we tend to work with people who are very combative or overbearing towards us. Even though they're not a boss or a leader, they can try to micromanage us. So can you set a boundary with people at work? Ah. Mars and the seventh house of love, relationships, and marriage and partnership. 
If you have Mars on the seventh and you're in a relationship, plan a quote unquote honeymoon with your sweetheart. Go do something fun together and make it sexy since Mars does rule sex. If your sex life needs a little spice, also look to the house your Mars is in, but that's a whole other podcast episode, but make it around sex. Try something new with sex with a partner. Sign up for couples counseling. You know, Mars in the seventh house are people who love to fight for love. They pour their energy into keeping a marriage or a committed partnership together. They love it. It's what makes them feel good. So even if things are okay, but you'd like them to be amazing, try signing up for couples counseling for just a month, every weekend for a month. Listen to podcasts about relationships and how to better them. Place a boundary with someone close to you as well. If you're single and Mars is in the seventh house, you take initiative to ask someone else on a date, right? Take initiative to go meet someone. I know it's like the dream to have your one just show up at your doorstep with flowers like, hey, I'm here. Can I have dinner with you? But sometimes, especially with Mars in the seventh, we have to take action on putting ourselves out there and asking the one, you know, forget the masculine, feminine, boundaries and rules we place up, throw caution to the wind if your Mars is in here and ask somebody out. When Mars is in the eighth house of sex, psychology, trauma, these are people who, of course, through intimacy can really get their glow back, right? That is, of course, if it is healing intimacy, sacred energy exchange is my favorite definition for sex. This is also someone who loves to dive deep into why people do the things they do. I imagine if your Mars is in the eighth house, your Spotify wrapped, if you have that, was all true crime podcasts, and maybe your Netflix recently watched is all murder documentaries. You're like, why do people do this shit? This is crazy. What makes them have the energy to go through with things like this? Um... One time I saw a person with their Mars here love to volunteer at domestic violence shelters. They, they are unafraid of being around energy like that. They want to help and pour their reserves into things like that. This is also the house of transformation. So when your Mars is in this house, decide that you are going to transform something. Maybe it's something about your body. Maybe you're like, I want to lose five pounds and I want to see it on the scale. So you take two to three weeks and say, I'm going hard in the paint. And I am going to lose five pounds. When you see it, you're like, mm, yes, there it is. It's also the house of investing. So no matter how much money you have right now, you can always invest something, even if it's a friend who has their own business and you're like, hey, I'm going to buy $100 worth of your products or I'm going to pay for a coaching service of yours. I'm going to invest in you because I believe in you. Ooh, this can really light up a Mars in the eighth house. Mars in the ninth house of travel, higher education. This is pretty obvious. Go on a trip, Mars in ninth house, and it doesn't have to be across the world. I know that's an elaborate thing to do, but this could be as simple as get an Airbnb in a town over. Just go on a trip, change your scenery to feel revitalized. Go back to school. Go get certified in Reiki for the weekend. Go learn something. Sign up for an astrology course. You guys know I have the universe package. I call it the whole universe. That you can invest in that with me to really learn how to read your the entirety 
of your whole chart as well as read other people's charts. Invest in education. Volunteer for a cause. As I was saying with, uh, what was it, Mars in the 4th? Go donate paper towels or cat food to an animal shelter. When your Mars is in the ninth house, go walk dogs at the animal shelter. Immerse yourself in the cause. Mars in the 10th house of Capricorn career. Compete. Join a sports group where you compete against other people and win. Set a large goal. Work overtime. Add some overtime hours since we've all kind of taken a break for the holidays. That must have driven a Mars in the 10th house crazy. We need to get back to work. We need to be productive. <laughs> Help out your father or a masculine figure in your life. Help out a man in your life. Someone you know with strong masculine energy. Do something for them. Men need help too. They can appreciate a bouquet of flowers. You never know. Do something nice for them. Make them dinner. Help them out some way. And Mars in the 10th house loves to attack something in in means of a goal. So map out a route of how to achieve something. Mars in the 10th house loves to see the whole staircase to reach the top. Even though they have the wisdom to know, this is probably not how it's going to go because it's all about the journey, not the destination, right? But Mars in the 10th house gets really satisfied with, okay, my goal is to do this, and here are the 10 steps to get there. Hmm, so satisfying. Mars in the 11th house of friendships, community, hopes and dreams, doing things different. When your Mars is in this house, volunteer at a community-driven event. Sit at a coffee shop and people watch. And who knows, maybe you'll meet a new friend. Mars in the 11th house simply says, my friends light me up. If I'm feeling drained, ask yourself, when's the last time I went on a trip with my friends? When's the last time I had belly laughs with my friends? It is oh so important. If you listen to this and you don't have a group of friends, well, how can we make some? What can we do to attract our tribe and our people? Because that is a good source of filling your cup is being with like-minded people who feel like home, like your soul family. And finally, Mars in the final house, the 12th house of Pisces. Mars in the 12th house is an interesting one because Mars is get up and go energy. The 12th house is the house of spirituality and solitude. This is the house of don't get up and go. This is a house of just be. And so sometimes people with their Mars in this house have this need to go after something, but they may not understand it. They may feel like, well, this doesn't make sense. So I feel stuck between a rock and a hard place. But ultimately, what I can tell you with Mars in the 12th house is you must get alone time. Alone time is how you get re-energized. Similar to Mars in the 12th house, where I was saying these people really feel good living alone. Mars in the 12th is a runner up neck and neck with that energy. They dependent on the rest of their chart. Of course, they want to live in community with a family, with a roommate, a friend, whatever it may be, but they also have this strong necessity, necessity even to live alone because that is when they feel their best. A Mars in the 12th house, no matter the sign it's in, they don't understand how some people are afraid of being alone, how it drives some people nuts, because this is how they feel. They're the opposite. They'll go nuts if they are around people for too long without a break of being alone. 
So any solo project, anything solo you can do, whether it's writing, recording, creating something by yourself, a very solitude project is essential is essential. This is a very psychic placement too. Mars in the 12th house, these people have such a gift to speak to other dimensions, to speak to other energies, to walk in a room and tell you exactly, immediately, without even trying sometimes, what type of energies are circulating in that environment. It's a really special Mars placement. So follow your heart with this placement and get some solitude. If you don't have time alone to yourself at the house, again, kind of like Mars in the ninth, can you go book a night somewhere where you can just zone out, zen out by yourself? Oh, so important with this Mars. All right, guys, again, if you want to dive deep into your Mars placement to see your fighting style, what really pisses y'all, just dive deeper into this placement, come find me, lightworkers-lounge.com, and let's talk about your personal Mars. Oh, mine's an Aries in the 12th house. What a predicament, huh? What a predicament. Such a feisty Mars, yet craving the solo time. Oh, I am so someone that's like, I need to work out alone. I don't want to work out in a group. I've got the Aries fire in me, but by myself. (laughs) I love you guys. I'll see you on the next podcast episode. Happy 2024. Please remember that the astrological new year is not until March 20th. So if you want to work with nature, just relax right now. Just enjoy summertime, sweet, sweet summertime if you're in the Southern Hemisphere. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, just enjoy the quiet days, the dark days, and understand that everything is a season and chill out. Enjoy it. See you next episode, lightworkers-lounge.com to get your birth chart read with me. I love you. Bye.